0: Welcome back to the program. Let's pray in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we come before you in Jesus' name. I thank you and praise you for all of the ways that you love us and that you constantly walk close to us. Lord, help us to choose you in these last two weeks of Lent. Lord, help us to prefer you in the desert, prefer you in the purifying work of the desert, Lord, it's hard to walk along the way. It's hard to choose a purifying, cleansing path. So, Lord, we ask for your grace. We ask for your mercy. We ask, Lord, that you would give us what we need to end well, to live well what remains of this Lent. And we make this prayer in Jesus' holy name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm speaking at the Iron Sharpens Iron Catholic Men's Conference coming up at the end of April. It's a month from now, and believe it or not, I've been praying for the talks I'll be giving. I'm talking on Friday night and Saturday night, and it's, it's already got me stirred up. So it's at St. Michael's in Olympia, and I'd love to see you there. I'd love to be able to meet up with you. But I got to tell you, I'm bringing the, I'm putting the hammer down on Friday night. <laughs> if you're coming for a soft, comfortable talk, you might want to find an excuse to not be there on Friday night. Saturday night is going to be more of the consoling, healing, come and encounter Christ who's here to set you free, kind of talk. But we need both on the way, don't we? Well, I, don't we? Question Mark. We do. We need to be able to receive from the Lord a word that challenges and convicts, that attempts to sever our connection with places of sin in our lives. We just do. Well, I know I do. I know I do. And we also need the healing balm of the Lord, the good Samaritan, who meets us in those places where we have been beat up and doesn't point his finger and wag his finger at us and say, you deserve it. No, not at all. He comes and he meets us precisely to bind up our wounds and to heal us in order the, that we would be able to be restored to all of the blessings that he has for our lives. So both of those things are true on the journey. You see, if life is lived on the way, if life is lived as a journey on the way, then we should expect that there'll be times of feasting and times of fasting. Well, here we are. There's only two weeks left, two short weeks left of Lent, less, less than two weeks. And I don't know about you, but boy, it's gone by so fast, and I feel like there's so much more to discuss. Well, I will discuss it, but I want to get to this interview with Erin Berghaus. She is the producer and the the director of an amazing film that I want to introduce you to right now, and it airs tomorrow night. Well, and welcome to the program. Erin Berghaus, she is the mastermind behind an amazing project that, folks, you're going to learn about. But my goal here is not just to learn about it, but to actually get to experience it itself. And we're talking about something called the Camino, the Camino of Santiago de Compostela, which is an amazing pilgrim's journey that some of you folks may have heard about, but You're going to have an opportunity to experience it in a whole new way, in a way you never had before, by journeying with some successors of the apostles. That sounds pretty cool, don't you think, Aaron? Yeah, it sounds amazing. Yeah. So, Aaron, tell us about this project, first of all, because it's something that is about to launch tomorrow as a one day only opportunity to get launched to experience in the theaters. Uh, the, the concept of a journey and accompanying um, some bishops on this journey of Santiago de Compostelo called Santiago, the Camino Within. Yeah.
1: So the, the film is um, the Bishop Donald Hine is the narrator of the film, Santiago, the Camino Within, and the Holy spirit really gives Bishop Don this amazing ability to take the hand of the viewer and lead them on the journey of the Camino And through the gift of art that God gives us with the cinematography and the music and the holy words of a beautiful, holy bishop, um, we try to take you there on that journey of St. James.
0: I love that. So now for the folks who are not aware, what is this Camino? People maybe have heard the word before, but just give folks an overview of what is the Camino?
1: Yes, I, I actually didn't know what the Camino really was either uh, until after the Holy Spirit hijacked me and um, <laughs> so it was a total hijack moment. Um, and so then I tried to, t- to find every sort of book that I could to find out about the Camino. But the Camino is the way of St. James. And so when When St. James was given the territory of Spain to go and evangelize the good news, this is the journey of his footsteps, really his holy footsteps across the country to spread the good news. And that really is what the Camino is. And people from all over the world, um, thousands of individuals come every year to walk the Camino. And the beautiful thing about the the way the camino is that it it's different for each one of us right just as god creates each one of us so individually in his design and his plan. The Camino also means that it is your journey that you step outside your door there in Spain, wherever that may be. And there are routes that are very famous and um in order to you know get your stamp and the official Camino book paths that are laid out for you. But the journey itself is is a personal journey. So whether you go with a pilgrimage of a hundred people or a family of 10 or you go by yourself The true journey um, is within and within you, it becomes you and God. And I do believe St. James and Our Lady is back there cheering you on. Um, That's really the the beautiful holiness of the Camino.
0: Amen. Erin, I love that. Erin, what you've just talked about, I want you to connect to Ahava Productions. And you talked about this idea of this journey within. You mentioned the Holy Spirit hijacked you. So there is this moment in our lives where it dawns on us. And then it's something that unfolds hopefully deeper and deeper that our lives are not an accident, but they are, in the words of uh, Pope Benedict, a divine project, a divine project where the Lord has willed us to be in a moment in history with certain gifts to accomplish a certain mission, to glorify him in the process. Now, all of us have to make that journey. And it's a journey that goes within and then it shows up without. So here you are, you are are engaged in this work of Ahava Productions, which is about producing beautiful works in media that are going to glorify God, enhance the Catholic faith, and save souls. I mean, that is an incredible thing to be about. And folks, I want you to get familiar with Ahava Productions, but folks, I want you, if you're watching this, uh, if you're watching the video of this interview, you'll see at Ahavaproductions.com, an incredible website that gives you access to not only the Camino, but so many other things that you're doing. Talk about Ahava Productions and the journey within that the Lord has taken you on so that this would be your sense of mission.
1: Well, there's so much in that conversation, Tom, and it's so true. Um, God, God pursues us; He creates us, and He pursues us. And, you know, I'll be the first to tell you, I, I took a little time to uh, be obedient and listen. And, um, and so I was it, for many years. It was, it was. Uh, I'm, I'm not qualified. I'm, I'm not good enough. And it's true. I'm not. And I never will be. I will never be. But it's not about me. It's about God. And it's about God through us. And so it's about finding out who He created us to be. And that's a daily discernment, right? Because it evolves. But the first and the most important part is coming to know God. And that daily contemplative prayer, you know, that deep, silent, long conversation in your soul to ask and get to know him and his plan that he has for you. And he'll give you everything you need. So it's not on anything that we ourselves can do. No qualifications. I am, of course, a big believer in labor you know the the Holy Spirit can hijack you, but then you just like we can't just sit there, right? We have to get up. We have to have your program every single day. You have to research. You have to do the the physical labor, right? Uh, in addition to the spiritual labor, and so. Um, that is really what becomes sort of purifying, I think, for us as human beings is the is the extreme labor that we have to go through to fully give ourselves and
0: surrender the greatest gifts that we can back to God. Amen to that, Aaron. Beautifully said, Aaron. Uh, you said something though that I think a lot of folks would find striking. And, and hit, this is what I mean. If you go to ahavaproductions.com, you'll see your production company. You're the director. You are the producer of Santiago, the Camino Within. These are not small gifts. These are uh, talents that are large and can make a big difference. But when you say, I don't have the power, but the Lord has the power, the beautiful thing is that the Lord uses the humility of the followers of Christ, to enhance and to um, utilize in in powerful ways the giftings that he's given. And so in giving you this gifting for an eye for production, a capacity for production, a willingness to engage in producing beautiful works in media today to glorify God, that's, that's an important mission. That's a powerful mission. Because as you know way better than I, So many people today are consuming content with their time and their life energy online, in the theaters, on screens. And so a lot of the content that comes in front of them is deceptive, is destructive, does not glorify the Lord attempts to undermine people's purity, modesty, chastity, their own sense of journeying in life towards a heavenly homeland. Well, What you're doing isn't only glorious and beautiful. It's already a. It's also a sign of contradiction to what a lot of other folks will typically be encountering in their own day-to-day life, and they have to be so discerning. Like, what should I be watching? What should I be doing? My wife Carrie and I, we we do that quite a bit. Like we eliminate a lot of media during Lent as a way of trying to cleanse our kids of overuse of screens. There is a, however, the however is. Let's look for good content, good movies, good video that will enhance their spiritual lives, will feed their souls, and also be beautifully done at a human level. I think I'm talking about Santiago, the Camino within here.
1: (laughs) Right. Um, Well, it's my great blessing to be able to serve God in this way and I, I and surrender everything that I am, everything that he's created me to be, but also everything that he's given me. Um, that's really where the joy is. And so whether it is writing a song or producing a film or taking care of my beautiful children or my husband. It's all in full service to God, right? And you're right about the theater and about screens and films. It's, you know, as artists, um, the reflection of the art comes from deep within our soul. And so our goal is to please God. How can we give all of that back to him? And then whatever plan that God has for that, that that's always so much broader than we can even imagine, right? But our, our servant role is to just give all that we are as artists to create the art, and then, you know, blow it with a kiss back to heaven. And how we all work together, I think is so beautiful, too, because it's not just a team of one, right? It's a team of so many different individuals that he sends for the purpose that he's created. So in the in Ahava Productions. It's first and foremost the very prayerful lives of the priests and the bishop and the cardinal and the lay people who are on the board of Ahava Productions who encourage and support the mission. It's all of the crew, the cinematography, uh the and the, the contributing artists, especially as this went through post-productions during COVID, um, musicians you know who joined together with us from all over the world from Poland Rome um the Ukraine uh, Korea i mean just spectacular but all all together not one against each other it's not like a you know an athletic event which can be great fun but this is not us against anyone. This is all for one. And the one is for God. And so that's where the beauty comes in, I think. And Santiago and the Camino, it's the same thing. It's people called from all over the world, all different walks of life, and called for different reasons. Maybe, ah, what a great, beautiful hike. You cannot walk that hike without seeing the magnificence and the beauty of Spain. And the creation is well, it's bigger than the human person, right? And you can't be on that for too long to recognize, wow, this is is bigger than me. Um, And then I think that starts the spiral. Um, Yeah, so it's about the beautiful people that God creates and joins together in service to him.
0: Hi, this is Dr. Tom Curran, and you know me as the host of Sound Insight. I am also letting folks know that Amen. That's Erin Brookhouse again. She is the director as well as the producer of Santiago the Camino Within. If you're watching the the interview online, you'll see that I have the page up, and it mentions the fact that tomorrow, Tuesday, the 28th, is when Santiago the Camino Within is in theaters. And so we're producing this program especially for Monday, the 27th, specifically so that folks, you have time to plan. This is your moment. You can still plan on getting this. Uh, out to your people in the theaters as soon as you can. So I'm on, if you go to a Hava Productions page, you'll see right here uh, where this page will take you to Santiago, the Camino Within, but you can also buy your tickets right on that top banner. And that's what takes you to this site. And then when you scroll down, you'll see your location. So I put in my location, Spokane, and look at that, seven o'clock, I know where I'm going to be uh on seven o'clock at two on tuesday night right there uh and it's a it's a beautiful theater uh right down in downtown spokane and folks if you're in coeur d'alene it's an even more beautiful theater right there in regal riverstone in coeur d'alene and then you could do the same thing folks you could just go in and you can type in your own area and i'm putting in seattle look at that and sure enough in seattle there's several theaters for you folks uh, to be able to watch this beautiful movie, Santiago, uh, documentary, Santiago, the Camino Within. And so my encouragement is, folks, go to the site and check it out. And you mentioned the beauty of creation. I mean, I love that picture uh, that uh, for the uh, image, for the movie itself, uh, the, the uh, portrait of that long walk through the beauty of creation. Aaron, I, I love that this is something that you've done uh, to produce something like this. Let me ask the question. As you undergo this work and you let it be known in the wider world that I'm producing a a, a movie, I'm producing a film that is connected to faith. How is that received these days in your community? Is that something that is still um, like prophetic and something that is yielding resistance, or do you find that there's a greater sense of openness and folks are hungering for the kind of film that you've produced here?
1: Well, I think that um, my personal experience, it's just my personal experience, is that the human person is very kind. And if, if we share who we are in the most charitable way that we can, um, they're actually very accepting of that. Um, Fathom Events, to pick up this, is, is a great gift to us. And Fathom Events has started to pick up more and more faith-based films. And that all depends on the su- basic economy economics of supply and demand, right? So they're going to pick up a faith-based film. But if nobody comes to the cinema, then it isn't a financial decision that they can make to exist right um but they want to but it comes down to the people attending the film so the first step is for artists to give themselves to create a work of art for god for the faith one in charity charity and hope and then and then distribution right but for those involved in distribution there they have to be able to have people purchase the tickets. So that's another step of where we all come together and we link our arms and we link our hearts. And that is the path. That's the Camino that leads right to heaven because I can't do it alone. Ahava Productions, we can't do it alone. But together, the way that God created us all together on this planet, together we can do it. And so um, I have never... I'm a big believer that I can't set boundaries on where God wants me to be. If I can write a song and sing it for you, I should be able to sing that song anywhere on the planet. Because it isn't about where I'm singing, it's about the song itself. And so my responsibility in creating art is pleasing God. Right? How can I make sure? I, I like G. Everything's usually G that I make, <laughs> um, because I have children, and I always, you know, as a mother, I I wanted to be G, and so um, that's my job. By the way, my I'm job. a father,
0: and I say Amen to that too. So yeah,
1: I mean, so my <laughs> job is to create a, a G-rated um, work of art, and then the, my boss is God. He's my boss, and so. I just do that. And then where he wants me to go in the world, I don't feel that I should be the one to decide that Um, because throughout my life, surprises have happened. Um, And so if I'm, if I'm singing or well, I'll give this as an example. One of the, one of the first people that were interested in the film was over in the Netherlands and it was a hiking film festival. Now, would I have known that? Never. I would have never, ever known that. It was the Nordic Film Festival. They were, they were so supportive and very interested in the film. And so God's plan is just much bigger than ours and much more beautiful. And I think that for myself, all I can pray to be is who God made me. And that is anywhere and everywhere.
0: Amen. Erin, I love that. Uh, Erin Burkhouse, again, she's the producer and the director of Santiago, the Camino Within. And folks, this program, uh, this film is going to be shown one day only. That's on Tuesday, March the 28th. You go to the website, you go to Ahava Productions website, which is ahavaproductions.com. Right there on the top of the page, you'll see a link to the Santiago, the Camino Within, and the ability to purchase those tickets. So I really encourage you to do that, to be able to go there. I want to know how you got, and by the way, folks, if you're watching this video, you'll see here it is. You can buy your tickets, and then right there, that Camino Within, you can type in your location. Now, you had Bishop uh, Donald Hyling make this Camino. He made this journey with some pilgrims. And um, he also, along with several other bishops, have been promoting um, the the Camino within. How did how in the world did you get these bishops to get on board? That's a fascinating uh, that's a fascinating reality, and I love it. Well, this is
1: all; these are all miracles, right, from God. And um, so it is exciting because in about thirty five minutes, is it right? Yes, in about thirty five minutes, they will be online, and that that is an example of all working together. Bishop Donald Hine reaching out to the other bishops who have been on the Camino, just a miracle, right? That all of their schedules allowed them to meet together at three o'clock central time in a live virtual event. Um, the fact that the National Review Institute, uh, the Napa Institute and um, Lisa Wheeler and her um, amazing um, you know partners over at Carmel Communications and then also the uh, uh, moderator Catherine Lopez. these this is all a miracle from God at three o'clock on a Friday during Lent, right? to talk about Santiago, St. James, the Camino Within, the film, and their journeys uh, for themselves along the Camino.
0: It's a miracle. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And, you know, Aaron, what I when I think about this, it's like I've never done the Camino. I've been to Santiago de Compostela. St. James, it, it's an amazing church. Uh, it's just gorgeous. But um, the concept of being a pilgrim, the concept of making a pilgrimage, it's fundamental, right? It's its not just a vacation. It's about making a journey in relationship to our, our faith in God. And that mirrors the idea that our whole life is a journey towards our heavenly homeland. And in Lent, Lent has also a very particular journey aspect to it. We're journeying with Christ in the desert being cleansed of our attachments to our own slavery and being formed to be better missionaries, proclaiming God's word in the world. So that this, the sense of journey and pilgrimage is so fundamental that I love the idea of promoting uh, uh, Santiago, the, the journey within because the Camino within, because it helps to foster that consciousness that we have no lasting homeland here. We have no lasting homeland here. And so parents, uh, grandparents, get your kids, get your grandkids, uh, bring your friends. You wanna go to a film that fosters a Catholic way of seeing the world, a Catholic consciousness about how we are to live in this world. And who knows, watching this film just might stir in you a desire and a willingness to make some plans to make the Camino yourself. You can make it within, but then also to do it without. What more can help stir you than a moving presentation to it on film? So I just love that you've done this, Aaron. And um, just the fundamental themes connected to our life of faith that you are bringing out into the open in a spectacular way is so worth supporting. Thank you so much. I I think it's super exciting that I feel that there's like a resurgence in
1: the pilgrimages. Um, and in the concept of a pilgrimage, even with university students, so in as a as a special exclusive theater event, we created a segment on the campus of Ave Maria University with Bishop Donald Hine and Father Jordan Berghaus and the students of Ave Maria University, and it was just so invigorating and exciting, and their excitement about. The pilgrimage of the Camino and Santiago and I just feel that I really I think that they they understand it mm-hmm. because there will never be an easy time to step away from the noise and the responsibility of our lives right but um what you get from that will far exceed you know anything that you can imagine. Mm-hmm. I do want to touch on, you said, bring your children, bring, yes. Now, there is a PG on there that has nothing to do with the actual movie. It, it's all based on distribution. It is G, 100% G rated. And the amazing thing about the Camino itself is that you see people of all ages. You see families with young toddlers, with live infants, you see Um, those who are in their 80s riding bikes or walking, I mean, it's just phenomenal, every age group. And so yes, we hope that you can go. But if you cannot, if you have a special um, physical need that would prohibit you from going or even a financial constraint, um, we pray that you'll allow us to to have Bishop Donald Hine take your hand and walk into the artistic journey of the Camino uh, to lead you closer to Santiago, really. And and he
0: will lead you closer to Our Lady and to God. That's so beautiful. Erin Berghaus, again, joining me today on the program. And I, I will let you go shortly here because I know you've got a very big event coming up. I'll just make a recommendation, and that is reach out to the Franciscan University of Steubenville because the president, oh, yes. Father Dave Pavanka, he wrote a book on his journey walking the Camino. And oh. so he would have a deep from the inside out. Talk about the journey within. For him, it was a journey within and a journey outside as well. Um, he, I think, would would appreciate so beautifully what you've done in this amazing film. So, folks, one last time, again, before I let you go, Erin Burkhouse, again, joining me. She is the director and the producer of Santiago, The Camino Within. I do encourage you to go to their website, ahavaproductions.com, and then there, click to buy your tickets because the event is Tuesday, one night only, produced again or, or distributed by Fathom Events. That means your local Uh, Your local theaters will have it available. You can go check, you can go type in your own location and it'll give you the options that you have to be able to purchase tickets for there. So last word, Erin, I'll leave it to you. What would be the last word you wanna leave us with?
1: I think the the thing that I wanna say is thank you, Tom. Thank you for taking the time to talk about Santiago, to talk about the Camino. I want to make sure that um, there are some things, many miracles that happened along the way for us. But I do want to tell your viewers and listeners about something that I learned um, that in the history of the world, the first apparition of the mother of God was in Zaragoza. And that was to St. James, and that was to encourage him to keep on keeping on. And uh, and he did. And these all these hundreds of years later, you see the importance and that the evangelization still continues. And Our Lady is there for each one of us, for you and for me. And the saints are there. And they're just waiting for us to ask for their intercession and for their help. And so I just want to make sure, um, because I didn't know any of that, um, and so being able to learn about how the mother of God's role within the life of St. James and his journey was really um, such a pivotal moment of encouragement. And she can be
0: that for us as well. Amen. But a beautiful final comment there from Erin Berghaus. Erin, thank you so much for taking time with me today on the program. I really appreciate it. And we'll be praying for a fantastic event on Tuesday the 28th. Thank you for your support.
1: Come to the cinema. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I,
0: we will be there Tuesday night. Thank we you love so it.
1: much, Tom.
0: All right. You're bye-bye. Welcome. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Welcome back to Sound Insight. This is Tom kern boy. I hope that you were blessed by that interview. That interview where, what did we do? We took a closer look at this reality that, in fact, we live our lives on the way. We live our lives on the way, and that means we're not yet home. You know, St. Thomas Aquinas, he breaks open this idea that we live our lives on the way down into the nitty-gritty of today, into the nitty-gritty of every action of today, Okay, track with me. Okay, this is this is a big deal. This is an important point because he makes this distinction between action that's authentically human and mere human activity. Action that is authentically human, and that means it has a certain kind of effect, a certain kind of imprint, a certain kind of fruit that is associated with. Authentic human action. By the way, John Paul II breaks this open, expands upon it very greatly. Authentic human action versus mere human activity. And I, I can I can say to you that the same visible display of human behavior can be in two different instances. It's the same display of human behavior, the same action is occurring. In one instance, it's authentic human behavior, it's authentic human action, and it's having a a positive, fruitful impact on the person who's doing it and on the world. And in the other instance, it's mere human activity, and it doesn't nearly have the same effect on the person who's doing it, and really, most likely as well, on the world in which that action is occurring. So something as simple as Think about two people who are responding to another human being, either in in responding to something or in taking some action. Saying, for instance, oh, I love you and I appreciate you so much. A person who says that with authenticity, looking that person in the eyes, with sincerity, coming from the depths of their being, they really mean what they say, they chose those words carefully, they spoke those words to be properly expressing what's in their heart and what they want for that person versus someone else who says the same words and using the same gestures, but doesn't have those words be traced back to someplace deep in their heart. I love you. You mean everything to me. You're amazing. I appreciate you so much. You get that, right? You get that. You get the difference between two people doing the same thing, saying even the same words, even the same gestures, but one, you know, you know, it's traced back to something authentic and profoundly real inside of them that's coming to expression versus the other person who's saying it because, well, maybe it'll get get the result that I want, or, well, I feel forced to have to say that, or I'm just going through the motions because that's what I was taught to say. One is authentic human action, one is mere human activity. Okay, what does this have to do with living life on the way? What does this have to do with living our life as a journey towards a goal? And the answer is intentionality. St. Thomas Aquinas says that which is going to distinguish mere human activity from authentic human action is having an intention, meaning In my mind, there's a goal that I'm attempting to achieve. In my mind, I'm tending towards a goal. And in my actions in my behaviors that come out in in expression, I am, in fact, being determined and, and purposefully going after that goal. So it's purposeful and it's deliberate that I am going after that goal through this action. And so on the inside, there's a certain thing going on that I'm pursuing and it shows up on the outside. And so that's the difference. That's the difference between authentic human action and human activity in Thomas Aquinas. Now, John Paul II, St. John Paul II, he takes it a step further. He says, that's all true, but with the modern insights of phenomenology as a method of philosophizing, we also have the category of consciousness. The category of consciousness has to do with the reality of awareness. So when I'm acting authentically, when I am, am achieving Human action and not mere human activity. It's because I'm not only being purposeful, tending towards a goal, intentional, deliberate, I'm saying I'm willing to do that, but I'm also conscious. I also am aware that these words that come into expression are intending to achieve that purpose, and I'm willing it. I'm determined, deliberately saying yes to that. He's saying that is a sign of authentic human action so not just going through the motions not just you know mailing it in no it's being attentive it's being aware it's being alert and so that level of down into the details is really important why think about it if you can be aware that the actions you're going to undertake today like when you wake up in the morning what's one of the first actions you're going to undertake? Prayer. Well, guess what? Prayer can be an expression of authentic human action or just mere human activity. How? Am I consciously, intentionally, purposefully, deliberately sitting down and saying, here's my prayer, or am I just going through the motions? And then, oh, let me go in the kitchen and I'm going to get some uh, coffee for my wife and I'm going to clean up the kitchen. Am I going to do that consciously, intentionally, purposefully, deliberately, choosing to, to achieve a certain goal in those actions or am I just going through the motions? And then my wife wakes up and I just say to her, good morning, honey, I love you. Let me get you a cup of coffee. Hey, how did you sleep? And then you can go on and on and on from there. And then you can begin to say to yourself, how many of those actions are my actions being conscious? Am I conscious of what the goal is when I'm doing that? Am I purpose, am I, do, do I recognize the purpose of it? That there's this meaningfulness of choosing that goal, and then am I willing it? Am I determined to be able to realize that goal in this action? So each of, the, each of the, these, these parts of my day can be broken up into so many of these little actions. And, and John Paul II is saying, if you can live your life as an expression of authentic human action, you're going to be fulfilled. You're going to be realizing the good that is the good that is yours as a human being. Now, let's break this open more and say, wait a minute, if that's what I'm doing in the actions of my day, that's connected to the actions of my relationships, the actions of these relationships, and connected to the actions of my whole life. Oh, wow. I can live my whole life towards a purpose a goal that I can pursue deliberately, consciously, intentionally, purposefully. Are you getting it? So often today, we get distracted and dispersed and diverted. Those three things, I say those words intentionally. We get distracted, dispersed, and diverted away from living a life that is purposeful, deliberate, intentional, and we're conscious Of what it is we're pursuing God's glory, the will of God, loving our God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who has loved me first, responding to the promptings of the Spirit in my heart, the knocking on the door of Christ in my life, the presence of the Father who is overseeing over all. This is the life we get to live. This is the incredible blessing of the life we get to live. If we live our lives intentionally, purposefully, deliberately, that's what I want for my life. And I think that's what you want for your life, too. Okay, coming up against a break. When we come back, I want to talk about that idea of living this kind of authentic human life over the last two weeks of Lent. This is Dr. Tom Carney listening to Sound Insight. I'll be back in a minute with more. welcome back to the program this is Tom Kern it's great to be with you so here we are it is there there's fewer than two weeks left right and and you might say to yourself well I kind of miss this Lent and I I feel like in some ways gosh you know I, I did miss this Lent in terms of um, going as I don't know hard at it as I could have um, but that that idea that it's a journey that it's something that I um, when I look at the totality of the journey, I begin with the end in mind, and then I start moving in a way that has that focus on what am I supposed to be doing, and then purposefully choosing it. That's something that I can re- restart today. I-, I can restart it today. It's it's not like March Madness. <laughs> I guess i have got to bring this up. So, folks, uh, if you're listening around the state, you don't feel the intensity of what happened here in the Spokane area on Saturday uh, late afternoon when the Gonzaga Bulldogs lost their game to the University of Connecticut and I, I I want to say they lost they got destroyed it was terrible it was painful and we were trying to we were debating like was it worse to lose the way that UCLA lost to Gonzaga tonight's before then, I mean, what an incredible game, right? So Gonzaga fighting, fighting, fighting throughout the game, finally catching UCLA and then getting this lead and you're feeling like it's totally safe. They're up by nine with less than two minutes left and then all of a sudden UCLA comes storming back and then Gonzaga ends up winning and and there was still a chance in that final shot. UCLA almost won. I mean, it was just a matter of a couple of inches and they would have won like would you have rather been uh rem- you know eliminated from the tournament the way that UCLA was or the way that Gonzaga was <laughs> and i think everyone everyone in my house was saying i'd rather have lost the way UCLA lost and so i don't know i mean but if, you know in the future i would say that uh, i i think what we were saying was in the future you go ahead 20 years no one's going to remember the fact that they got trounced by UConn. What they will remember was the amazing comeback and the the game that they won against UCLA uh, to get to the Elite Eight. So, I don't know. I guess you could do it either way, but that's all what? You know, one and done, right? So, you win or you go home. And that's not like Lent, right? So, thanks be to God. The Lord is not one and done with us. (laughs) The Lord is not one and done, right? Isn't that a mercy? that he is not a god who uh says hey you got one shot at this and if it doesn't if you don't perform you're going home no that is not our god and i thank the lord for that so you have you still have a week you still have 10 days before the triduum hits right these sacred 3 days it's one extended event in three parts, right? It begins on Holy Thursday evening with the uh, with the celebration of Holy Thursday Mass and uh, the uh, the commemoration of the Lord's Supper, right? And then it extends through Good Friday all the way until the Easter Vigil. Even now, I want to say, please begin to plan and and pray and and think about where are we going to. And how are we going to preserve the time that is Holy Week and especially the Triduum as a time set apart for God, as a time where we um, put our focus, first of all, on the Lord and on the things of God. So that's important. That's a really uh, important—and so for our our family, I I don't mind telling you what we do in our family, is that we will— um, get our kids involved, because they know that we're going to Mass on Holy Thursday evening. They know that on Good Friday that we will do the commemoration of the Lord's Passion, as well as doing the Stations of the Cross. So those are two events. And and it also means on Good Friday that we have those hours of silence uh, between 12 and 3, and including fasting, right? And then um, we will go to the uh, Easter Vigil, we we like the full meal deal, Easter Vigil, that will have all of the readings and and the baptisms and confirmations and the candles and the lighting of the Easter fire and all of that, the Easter candle. We We really want our kids to see the church shining forth liturgically at its best and brightest. So we do tend to be a, a bit discerning about saying, let's make sure that we are um, giving our kids some input around the places that we'll go to be able to celebrate these sacred liturgies, and um, and and so uh, and then also make sure you get there early enough, right? Oh, by the way, heads up: tomorrow night, uh, you again in the interview you heard tomorrow night there is the. Uh, the Santiago, the Camino Within movie that's happening in in Spokane. It starts at 7 o'clock in in downtown Spokane. Well, guess what? At 5.30, at 5.30 tomorrow evening is the Chrism Mass. How cool is that? Talk about a nice, uh, like a a two-for-one here. Go to the Chrism Mass, and then after the Mass, head on over to the theater and watch a... Um, a holy movie, a movie about a, a holy reality of making a pilgrimage. Now, you know, the chrism mass has a couple of special features to it, right? On the one hand, it's it's a mass that is connected to the bishop blessing the three oils that are used in relationship to the sacraments. And so that is that's special all by itself to be able to attend that. But then in addition to that, it is also a mass where the priests of the archdiocese are invited in a special way to come together around their bishop and to celebrate Mass together. So if you want to be inspired and have your kids be inspired by a, a, a holy site, go to the Chrism Mass. Go to the Chrism Mass. Again, you'll you'll have an experience for your family of the sacred liturgy connected to the a culmination of the Lenten season in a way that's just not, nor, it's not ordinary. It's not ordinary. There, there's a wonder and a splendor to it. So that's, that's what's happening in terms of the, the timing of the, the chrism mass here in the Diocese of Spokane. Um, I'll have to look up when will the chrism mass be in the Archdiocese of Seattle and in the Diocese of, uh, of um, Yakima. Well, I'll tell you what, ask and you shall receive, all right? I know the information now. So the the Chrism Mass in Yakima is at St. Paul's Cathedral, and that's also on Tuesday night at 7 p.m. That's with Bishop Joseph Tyson. And so again, this Tuesday, 5.30 at Our Lady of Lords Cathedral um, with Bishop Daly at 5.30 uh, in downtown Spokane at St. Paul's Cathedral in Yakima, 7 o'clock on Tuesday, and then on Thursday... The thirtieth at seven p.m. is the Chrism Mass at um, St. James Cathedral in uh, in Seattle with Archbishop Achen. And I mentioned the you know the Chrism Mass as you think of the the, the oils connected to um, the sacraments, right? So we're talking about the oil of the catechumens, right? So those are that's the oil connected to the sacraments of initiation, right? Especially baptism, right? You you have that anointing uh with the the oil of the catechumens and then you have the oil of the sick right that's the oil used with the anointing of the sick and then you have the sacred chrism the the that oil that is used in um sacraments um like um uh in ordination in confirmation in baptism as well as for other like special holy items uh uh, in in altars, uh, um, patents and, and chalices, uh, the sacred chrism is also used. So uh, it's a very beautiful thing because the the oil that is blessed uh, for these three uh, these three different types of holy oil are going to then be distributed around the diocese. So, uh, again, there you go. You have a, a chance this week in anticipation of what's happening next week. Again, be intentional. As you're aware, you can choose to be intentional. You begin with the end in mind, and then you can take action in accord with um, in accord with what is uh, made available to you. So how's your Lent going? It's not all done yet. You still have 10 full days, 11 days, before you reach the sacred triduum. Use each of these days in a way that will allow you to act out of that awareness of what the Lord is having you do. We are all on this journey, and on this journey, there are going to be times where we move forward well, and there are going to be times where we stumble and fall. Let's not be surprised, let's not get discouraged, but let's continue to discern, Lord, what do you have for me right now? I mentioned at the beginning of the program that I'm excited to be part of the men's conference coming up, Uh, Iron Sharpens Iron, at St. Michael's at the end of April. It's on April the 28th or 29th. And um, I mentioned that I'm going to be speaking to men in a way that's going to be, I think, pretty challenging uh, and, and that that's sort of one of the things that comes to be expected at men's conferences is that guys, when guys are just with guys, you can kind of speak in, in the like military tones and in tones drawn from athletics where you've got the the barking coach or the, the drill sergeant who's going to say, come on now, you know, push forward, get some manly courage in you. And, and I want to do more than just do something like that. I want to bring out some discerned insight into what's at stake today and the way in which we as men are called to be godly men, we're called to ruthlessly eliminate sin and rigorously pursue virtue. And in that in those rigorous pursuits of virtue and the ruthless elimination of sin, that um, we will be more available to the Lord, available to be used by Him, and um, taking on uh, the the challenges of today, so that's that. So I am looking forward to that. But the theme of this of that men's conference is also connected to um, healing, because I know that we carry a lot of wounds. We all carry wounds from our our daily battles, right? And sometimes those daily battles are battles that we face with ourselves, with our spouses, with our children, with our co-workers, with our bosses, with the financial stresses and strains that we face, with health conditions, right? So many things that can can just be a bit overwhelming that we men are not that good at being open to receive uh, healing comfort, he- healing care, uh, the blessings of the Lord Comforting us and consoling us. And so I'm going to talk about that as well. How do we allow God to be our Father, our good and loving Father, who wants to express His tender mercy to our lives, uh, to bring that tender mercy to our lives so that we can flourish uh, as His sons, but also in the calls that are ours? And for most for most of us, that's husband and father. And for others, that's a call to a religious life or the priesthood. And so whatever that call is, we are are to be able to be uh, open to receive the gift of the Father's comforting love and his tender mercies for our lives. So that's a message I'm, I'm going to bring as well. Hope to God. All right. Thanks so much for the time you've given me today. Please join me tomorrow for more sound insight. God bless your day.